Hello, it's Mike Friday, your Dungeon Mom. Welcome to Wonders and Blunders Season 2, Episode 3. Before we dive into this week's action, there are a few people that I need to thank. Our loving patrons. You are the true gods of this podcast, granting us the boons of your hard-earned dollars, which help us keep this rickety train on the tracks. And so, instead of building you a gold statue, which each and every one of you deserve, like the gods, I will increase your power through saying your names and believing strongly in you. Chris Walsh, Ryland Command, Chris Ice, Dylan Pilgrim, and Hudson Miles. Thank you so much. Christopher Dunn, Ian Ford, Gullitice, and Matthew Smets. You the best! Miri Rain, Michael Polod, Jason Campbell, and Michelle White. May your reigns be long and merciful. Noreen Elizabeth, Robert Andrews, David Forsey, Cheryl N., Chelsea Dabb, and Shell Scott. I bow and I grovel and I leave offerings at your crossroads. That makes you sound devilish, but you might be. I'm not judging. If you would like to join this glorious pantheon, head over to patreon.com slash wonderandblunder and see what we have in store for you over there. But that's all from me. Let's find out what happened last time from the dulcet ASMR tones of unedited Rusty Trails. Previously on Wonders and Blunders, a crew sampled some of the luxuries Mox Lorraine has to offer and found their way to the ashes, the highest ring in the city where their new house was waiting. Turns out the dang house is haunted to all heck and has a mind of its own, and doesn't seem too happy with its new tenants. As we left our heroes, they discovered a ritual circle in the attic, and then dramatically, and his internet froze. Well, let's see how this turns out. like a rocking horse which is moving a little bit up here <laughs> and this circle that's casting into the middle of the room is casting onto like a ritual circle which has been drawn on the ground and since rowan is here and his uh, passive perception is completely unstoppable you're gonna hate me my internet froze and i lost nearly everything you just said so just a quick recap for me alone no no yeah no problem what what did you get circular window a circular window and then and then it was garbled Okay, so there's like, there's all sorts of like boxes. There's a rocking, rocking horse. There's a couple of wardrobes. There's a mirror with a sheet over it. And the light that's coming through this circular window is making a perfect circle in the center of the room, which has been adorned with some kind of ritual. Okay. This window, this circular window, is the only unbroken window you've seen in the house so far. What color is the light, the circle of light on the floor? Uh, white. Okay. And, it's, and it highlights the ritual. Yeah. And is that what you said my passive perception was un unveiling? No, your passive perception, you hear a creak from behind one of the wardrobes of like a loose floorboard. But it's a white light on the floor. And right after you hear that creak, you all hear the roar from Bree. Very far away. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 what's going on? Yeah. She's probably fine. I, I believe Bree might have found something. Star's going to pull out his rapier and just start running downstairs. <laughs> okay, I'll put you at the end of the initiative. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I whirl around and uh, face the, the step. I think the timing of Bree's roar and the circle of light, I think my hand's on my whip, but it's still coiled. I just turned and like sort of caught myself before I lashed out with it and, and just faced the, uh, 
the steps. And you can kind of see me just for anyone with a high perception, I uh, would see just a split second and I shake the, uh, anyone with a high perception would see that uh, I just stop and kind of catch myself. And you see me relax and okay, Bree's making friends. Uh, you want to introduce yourself over there and I'll call into whoever was making steps. Okay. And we cut back downstairs to, ah, as a bunch of skeletons jump on top of Ben and Bree. You're going to take three attacks each. That is a, for Bree, a 19, Hit. 20, Hit. and a 16. Miss. Okay. So you take 23 piercing and slashing damage as they jump on you with all these swords and spears and start, like, poking and prodding at you. And Ben, that is 25, 23, and 10. Uh, two of those hit. Guess, guess which ones. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Skeletons are playing cards. Like, I don't want to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously want to make friends. You take 21 piercing and slashing damage, Ben. Okay. As they all leap on top of you, and it is your turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ben doesn't have a shield because he left it uh, upstairs, so he just he takes all the blows on his, like, shoulders and like ah, oh, oh. Uh, ah hey and uh, I think one of them cracks him pretty good in the face and like some blood shoots out of his nose uh, or his beak and he is, is like uh, staggered and he just grabs his uh, his holy symbol and uh, screams hey knock it off and uh, channel divinity to turn undead Cool. Uh, read that. So each uh, undead that can see or hear me within 30 feet must make a wisdom saving throw of 15. Uh, if it fails the saving throw, it is turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. A uh, turned creature must spend its turn trying to move as far away from you as it can. And it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet. It can't take reactions. Uh, if there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. Okay. Is it so first one if they're under a certain CR as well? I'm not using destroy undead. That is, it could. I could do that. I was considering it, but again, Mitchell doesn't want to destroy all these cool buddy skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More. All the ones who were like, Terry! Yeah. <laughs> we know Terry. So we got a one, a three, and a fourteen. Okay. Uh, those are three fails. I'd also like to say on the record that I'm sorry I spoke about myself in the third person. <laughs> what? I didn't even catch it. Good. Perfect. Who's sorry? No, no one. Don't worry about it. Mitchell's not sorry? Mitchell's not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then a they all fail. A 14, a 5, and a 13. Okay. Yeah. So Ben like, just shouts, knock it off! And like a burst of white-blue light shoots out of his holy symbol. And... Uh, if they all kind of like throw up their skeleton hands and start moving, yeah, that's right, holy magic. Yeah, all of them are like pressed up against the walls, and they're like, whoa, 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 yeah, that's whoa, right. Okay, hold on, whoa, better take it we easy. No, all right, I'll dust you. Don't you dust us? Don't dust us. We're cool. We're all good. You know what this is? I do, we do. I don't know how we do, but we do. <laughs> and like, and like, wipes blood <laughs> off his beak. Huh. Hey, hey, that's that's my bad. That's my bad. And his arm like crawls over and then reattaches itself <laughs> so that he can hold it up. <laughs> uh, and I would say like it, it would take all your movement star, but if you like super dashed, you'd be able to get into the room 
Yeah, I'll super dash. Yeah, so you like run in yeah. right at this point. There's six skeletons. Yeah, so start. Yeah, yeah. Like you just hear scrambling, and then like a tabaxi like cartwheels and does like a double front flip into the room and like comes with like a sword and a dagger. And he's like, away, you fiends. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, I know, we're cool, we're cool. Everything said we're all good. I, we got it. We got it handled, Star. And uh, Bree, it would be your turn unless you want to sort of go out. Do I keep hitting them? I look at Ben. I don't know. <laughs> and Ben looks at them. Do you keep hitting them? No, 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 no. You don't, you don't need to do that. That's right. I think you probably work for us now anyway. We we own we own the D. Dude, wait, what? What about what happened to Terry? <laughs> what did this, Terry? You, you guys know Terry. Did you guys dust Terry? No. No, he didn't dust Terry. I wish. Terry. We saved his dad's life, actually. Aw, uh, I think his dad's lame, I heard. Terry would say that. <laughs> but his mom gave us this place. It's... So uh, I'm Bane, this is Bree, that's Star. Who are you guys? Oh, uh, we're just, you know, Terry's buds. Terry has friends? I, I also find this hard to believe. He's got loads of friends. He's always having, like, wicked cool parties here. <laughs> he's, he's, he's some sort of joke. He's Terry? Sick. No, yeah, Ter- Terry's awesome. You know, Terry brought us back to life. Did Terry make you? Yeah, okay. Ter- Terry, Terry made wait, you guys. Terry brought you back to life? Yeah, yeah. We got all of our, you know, like, muscles and skin and organs and stuff. All that rotted away, but he brought back the bones, which, you know, turns out it's the best part. <laughs> I think only his sister was necromancer. Maybe she did it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought only his sister could do this. <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask me. Terry can do whatever he wants, it seems. Okay. So, at these parties, <laughs> yeah. how, where, who is coming to these parties? Is it just more dead people? No, no. There's some dead people, but, uh, you know, uh, people from people from all over. Lots of interesting folks. Is that the... Such, such as? There's the big flaming red guy. There's a bunch of the, the, the people from the Kid Resistance. They all come here. They've got kind of like a free pass. Kid resistance? Yeah, they're cool. What is the kid resistance? It's pretty self-explanatory, honestly. So it's kids who resist something? Yeah. Why do they resist? Oh, you know, like authority and the government and... Oh. Oh. Okay. So what do you guys do? You're just guards? Yeah, we're guards. We, we uh, you know, we, we guard this big door. Uh... Most of the time, we just kind of hang out. We replace all the windows so that the kids can smash them again. Oh, okay. Well, we're supposed to like kill anybody that comes down here who isn't Terry, but you know we're cool, so we're not going to do that. No, you would. No, we're not. And no, and Ben also just like holds up the deed. He's like, "See, it's us. It's ours. You, Terry. Terry doesn't run the joint anymore. I mean, until he gets back. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's fine. What's behind the door?" I don't know. And then, like, just starts walking up. He also casually casts a fourth-level healing spell on himself. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you start to walk towards the door. As we do that, we'll go back upstairs where uh, Valen, Kara, and Rowan are. So you say that, Rowan, but no one answers. Kara the centipede is going to scuttle down and under the wardrobe to go and investigate. Kara, you climb under the wardrobe, and there are two people hiding behind it you can you it's blind sight so i don't think you get like super specifics but you know that there are two people they are not 
very big, and they're hiding behind the wardrobe. I'm going to tickle one of their ankles with my feelers. Ah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most evil act that's been committed this entire campaign. Oh, those poor kids. (laughs) (laughs) I cast get stomped on. (laughs) (laughs) And their ankle like immediately shoots up and you do hear just like a little like (gasps) of someone trying to stifle a scream. And they're doing like a very soft dance back and forth from foot to foot, trying to keep your antenna away. I'm going to speak into their head as I do when I'm a horrible little beast uh, and say, the centipede will chomp if you don't come out. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) They'll never sleep again. (laughs) And you're just doing this to one of them? Mm -hmm. You've ruined that one's life. Yeah. So you just hear, no, screw this. Uh, And then a cloaked figure in a black cloak with colorful designs detailed on the back, these neon designs, comes running out from behind the wardrobe and just dives through the window, smashing it. (laughs) And then you hear another, uh, the the other one just be like, what what, what happened? Oh my God. (laughs) Like looking down and seeing the centipede and then also runs and jumps out the window. Both of them sort of fall out of sight, uh, unless you want to do something to stop them. Yeah, so I, yeah, I think I'm, I'm out with my whip. I'm out with my whip around the ankle of, I I would was hoping the first one, but I think maybe it's better if I get the second one instead. I would have, yeah, I would have tried to cast web as soon as I had the option. <laughs> I'll do a deck save with advantage for the first one for web. Sure. Uh, but the second one regularly. And Rowan, you can make an attack. But the first one fails too. 16. Yeah, they get 12. So maybe they dive out the window, but then they get caught. Like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, 22. like halfway, yeah. just butts, just a butt sticking in. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the other one gets 16, but you get a 22 to hit. Yeah. Uh, so you hit that one with the second one with the whip. Yeah. So obviously not uh, not lethal damage. Like, I just want to, it's more shenanigans than, than attack. I just want to grab it by the ankle and, and haul him back into the room. Okay, cool. So you see the first one actually like jumps out and when the second one is going for it too, you see their cape flutter up and under it, you can see that they're wearing this like backpack with all these gears and stuff running through it. And you actually hear like a hiss and then a pop as both of them, these grappling hooks shoot out through the window about to like attach themselves to another building. But the first one gets caught in the web just outside and is dangling outside the window just like writhing around trying to get free and the second one uh you whip the foot out from under them so the two grappling hooks just dig into the floor and they just pull themselves to the floor (laughs) whoa there um would you like to introduce yourselves as you were invited to yeah yeah let's get some names hey we we don't want any trouble you you let us go right now you got no right to hold us and then Carrot the centipede scurries up over one of their legs back towards Rowan. <laughs> um, well, you are in fact trespassing on our property. Um, I, I, I don't like to be a stickler about these things, um, but we'd like to know who's been using this property in our absence. Well, it's, it sounds like you're trying to be a stickler. It sounds like you're being stickler. Get, get off of me. Just trying to like kick the centipede off, off his leg. The cloak comes back and you see an elven boy quite young like 65 
<laughs> looks only like 10 years old but for an elf could be like 30 probably <laughs> and uh outside the window you see a little uh a, another young like probably 12 13 year old tiefling girl green with uh just little tiny nub horns sticking out of the front of her forehead i'm valen and this is rowan and that uh centipede is kara Naming your centipedes, you creeps. <laughs> uh, Kara will go back to being Kara. Oh, God! She won't be standing on them anymore. But... <laughs> well, listen, you, we, we give you our, our names, you let us go. And uh, just explain what, what you are doing here and, and whether we are going to be friends or whether we're going to be trouble for one another. I, like, squat down on my, my haunches and stuff, and I, like, finger their cloaks. I'm like, well, now you had some friends sitting on some guardrails, I believe, on the way up to this ring, no? Yeah, we got lots of friends, and those friends are going to know where we're, where we're at. They're, they're going to come looking for us if anything happens. Uh, absolutely nothing untoward is going to happen to you. Um, I just want to know whether we're going to be on uh, uh, friendly working terms. Yeah, some of my best friends are little church mice like me. And i like to make a persuasion check. Go for it. That's another 15. 15? Yeah, 15. And his eyes kind of narrow. He's looking around, but I, I think he's getting the... I, I think they're mostly focused on Kara looking like the most threatening person in the room right now, I think. <laughs> so you, you just want to know if they're going to be trouble and what their names are? Yeah. So he says, all right, I'm Patch. That's Chips. It depends if we're going to be trouble. Are you you going to be trouble? Who do you, who you with? Who you work for? What family? We don't have any uh, allegiance as of yet. Uh, we are independent contractors. Yeah, we just got our hands on the house. You see, Pauline gave it to us. Terry's mother. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Terry's cool. Uh, yeah. Rowan raises his eyebrows at that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're friends at Terry and you're not back in any of the families then maybe we can be cool i sure hope so i'd like that we we come here to talk to the spirits sort of get some some guidance some intel on the city okay you know for mischief and such that's what this ritual is it? yeah do what do i sense that they're telling the truth your what's your passive insight <laughs> 21 21 uh yes and it, it does seem like they're telling the truth and can I do an arcana check on the circle? Yeah. 18. 18. This is like a permanent speak with dead circle where normally speak with dead like requires a piece of a body. This is just to talk to any spirits in the nearby area. This is some impressive work you've done here. Um, one amongst you is a uh, practitioner of the uh, arcane arts. Terry whipped this up for us. Oh. My other eyebrow rises. <laughs> Interesting. Terry was uh, keeping some stuff on the on the down low. Can we can we go? We got we got important stuff to do. Well, now hold on a minute. Your your friend here broke our window. Well, that's okay. The, the skeletons will fix it. They always fix the windows. Which skeletons are that? Are those? You haven't met the skeletons yet. Yeah, they must be the ones bringing. Bree introduced herself to. That was that roar. You know what? I'm willing to bet that's what happened. Oh, yeah. They're going to mess you up. They're real. They're real strong. No, I don't think so. But but that's nice of them. But they, <laughs> they do um, maintenance work. Yeah, they, they keep the place 
uh, fixed up, and then we come in and mess it up, and then they fix it again. Hmm. Oh, um, well, how are you going to feel about our uh, us requesting that you not come mess it up any longer? I don't know. Guess that depends how quickly you let us go. In in a moment's time, and perhaps um, no promises. We'll see how we feel about it. We we may even let you return here to use your circle. All right, you're saying we don't break the windows or mess the place up and we can come and go as we please? We give you the option to. I still need to confer with the rest of my companions. Yeah, and we'd get the information that you got, too. We're not opposed to a little bit of mischief. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. All right. So so think of this as more, more like a partnership. And you can just see, like, bobbing outside the window in the web the tiefling and she has like worked a dagger out and is starting to try to cut herself free so yeah i think i also would have uh, around this stage would have cast mage hand to try and like grab the scruff of her her neck uh and then dis i'm gonna dispel the web and try to haul her back inside so that she doesn't drop to the ground okay yeah so i i think that's that's easy enough she's like concentrated on that and then just feels herself get lifted and kind of like flings the knife back, but it's just a mage hand, doesn't catch anything, and you pull her back inside. Although she might be more than 20 pounds, so that might be a struggle, but... <laughs> ah, she's... She's malnourished. <laughs> 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 she's still being lifted by the web a little bit, maybe. I, I think she she also... You're just kind of assisting her, because she would catch herself, too. Cool. And, yeah, they come inside, and she's kind of... She just leans over and whispers in his ear. What, what does she say? <laughs> uh, she just says she just says I don't trust these people I don't I don't think we should make any deals with them without talking to the others and he says yeah you're probably you're probably right alright here's what I propose I propose a meeting you get your whole crew we'll get our whole crew and we'll talk terms why don't we meet right here when we're ready perfect we'll be back well, I'll have to see. We got a bunch of stuff on today. Important stuff, <laughs> see? What about tomorrow morning? You could join us for breakfast. It'd be lovely. Make it 2 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> join us for, for maybe a late brunch. All right. We have an accord. <laughs> Sounds lovely. We look forward to meeting your friends. Oh, yeah. It would be great. Throughout this meeting, Kara has, like, looked a little bit smaller and smaller until the kids finally realized that she's shorter <laughs> than them. <laughs> and they, yeah, kind of are, are looking uh, at all of you and they start backing towards the window. They're like, we, we cool then? We'll see you tomorrow? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're, you're welcome to use the front door. We never use the front door if we can help it. And then he, like, jumps out and then you see those two grappling <laughs> hooks shoot out and he pulls himself off to the into the distance and chip just takes two steps backwards and then gives you like an i'm watching you hand motion and then just steps backwards out the window valen just politely waves yeah Rowan wings back you must get cut up a lot by broken glass <laughs> they're covered in scars ah <laughs> uh, the skeletons are just replacing those windows with sugar windows. <laughs> all sugar glass <laughs> Watch them propel away, and it's just, I'll just turn to you guys and be like, yeah, I remember when Tinkin and I were teens. Well, they, they were good years, good years. Ah, I, I wish my childhood was, was that exciting. Most of it was spent in the lecture hall or the library. Cool grappling hooks like that. It was, right? Yeah. You, you know, it's the gear work. That, that's really something. 
Uh, we should find out who built those. Huh? We might be able to get some cool things out of that. We can ask them about it uh, tomorrow afternoon. Let's go see how uh, how Bree's doing. <laughs> okay, so we're back with the skeletons. Okay, what's up with these skeletons? <laughs> what's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they are still just like, yeah, hands up on the sides, just kind of trying to stay away from you. They are turned. Yeah, I actually cast turn to undead, so they should be partying hard. <laughs> turn right around. They've got those like glasses that are just like the visor slats. Yeah. Cap that says YOLO on it. We should invite the clubbers. Did we ask what was behind that door? That's uh yeah. So Ben was walking towards the big door and they said they don't know what's behind the door. I no, should open it. And uh, as you walk towards it, there is no doorknob. Uh, there's no way to open it. Cool. We got a mystery door. This house is awesome. Oh, there's loads of mystery doors upstairs, Ben. Yeah? Whatever you do, don't don't open a door and then run into the room. Like, that would not be a good choice. No, I've already learned that lesson. Except ghost punched me in the face. Star's going to try to, like, pry the door open. Like, is there a seam? There is a seam. Yeah. But, like, running your claws in there, it doesn't... There's no give at all. The dagger? Put the dagger in and try and wedge it a bit? Yeah. I mean, it feels like you're bending, maybe even potentially breaking the dagger. A magic dagger? Wow. Okay. How did Terry open door? I asked the skeletons. He, he didn't. Never? Not that we saw. But he asked you to guard it. He didn't. He didn't ask you to guard it? No, no. It's, uh, it's not an ask. You know, it's just kind of... Uh, you, you know when you're born and you have a singular purpose... Compelled. Yeah, that's a good word. Do you think maybe the donjon's behind here? I don't know anyone by that name. <laughs> I wasn't asking you. Ben says to the like one of the skeletons. <laughs> He's like looks back at. I suppose it's possible. Okay, maybe Paulina knows. Starts kind of just running his hand on the door. Like I guess it's possible. Cool. Maybe uh, we should get Valen to uh, ask. Uh, you know, ask. Just ask somebody. Ask. Good man. Message somebody again i could just break door yeah go for it <laughs> take it away yeah can i just take a swing at the door with my axe yeah yeah go for it <laughs> yeah starts too uh oh i've rolled really bad that's only a nine to hit it would hit it it's a door <laughs> you can roll it gotcha. you miss <laughs> it's a very evasive door Low roll again seven seven probably good you hit the door and a bunch of runes light up on the outside of it it's fairly plain normally but now like as you hit radiating out from it just spheres and spirals of runes radiate out to the edges and then force themselves back in and you take 14 damage and are pushed back 20 feet i think Bree is like oh that's weird the ru- uh, doors do not normally do <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think she flies past uh, uh ben and star who were just like waiting for it <laughs> yeah and just like kind of and I, I think yeah maybe everyone else would would come down at this point as well yeah. uh and yeah we're coming through and we're like now now where'd they get off to and then Bree comes flying out the, like a door <laughs> like oh yeah there they are and all the skeletons are just like <laughs> <laughs> like full Muppet laughing, like just their heads <laughs> moving really fast. Yeah, yeah. The laughter is actually just the rattling of their bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, guys. We found a mystery door. And these skeletons who are going to be cool, right? Yeah, yeah. We're good. We're cool. And Ben kind of holds up his necklace. Yeah, so so some kids upstairs said you guys uh, fix up all the windows. Is, is that the case? Yeah, that's right. Or are these the, uh, the, the what, what was it, the children of disrespect or something? 
Decayed resistance. Decayed resistance. Yeah, that's right. Is that what they call them? Say. That sounds like who we met. <laughs> I like I like my <laughs> name personally, but whatever. Children <laughs> of disrespect. Yeah, well, that's a very good name. It's a little uh, snappy. We'll, we'll suggest it in our meeting tomorrow. You can fish that. They might take it. What, oh, we have a meeting what tomorrow? What meeting? Yeah. At two o'clock. Yes. Um, we have to uh, get our crew together, and they'll get their crew together. And we're going to meet here tomorrow um, at 2 p.m. to discuss terms. Let's fight tomorrow. Are we going to fight? With, with children? They have some kind of ritual for talking with dead people upstairs. Well, it just seems to me like that they gather a lot of information, and I figure if they're going to be all over the city, remember when we were on our way up, uh, there were some of them sitting on the gardens. Even. So if they're gathering information, they, they might be handy allies for us and, and kind of get our bearings. Yes, it, it seemed like a, a, a useful um, a useful agreement to, to reach. We, we could... Uh use a few sets uh, sets of ears and eyes around the city we're gonna be we're gonna be meeting with the kids who are on the bridge and the neon cloaks why not yes yeah it might not be them but it'll be you know members representing them sure okay whatever I'd like to point out that uh, these skeletons said that Terry brought them back to life Terry oh you know that's interesting they also said Terry is cool. Yeah. Yes, the kids also thought that. Yeah, something seems terribly wrong here. He said he throws really great parties. Yeah, Terry rules. Yes, and, and Terry created a, a permanent um, ritual circle for speaking with dead. That's I, I, I don't imagine I could do that. Or I don't imagine Ben could do that. I'm, I'm, I haven't tried. Like, right? Yes. Uh, that's what I was thinking, too. Perhaps Terry was more capable than we were led to believe. That's impossible. It was almost certainly his sister. Oh, this doorway. Do you think this is the dungeon? Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I shrug at the skeletons. That's what we were thinking. We were thinking it was maybe the dungeon. Don't attack it. Why would I attack the door? That rarely opened as a magical door. <laughs> well, It opens many doors. <laughs> most times it works. I, I'm going to knock on it. Nothing happens. Well, it was worth a shot. I mean, there's been a lot of weird doors in here. You know, I just figured maybe. <laughs> Can I hold the spell sniffer up to it? And yes. See that there are several layers of strong abjuration magic over the door. And I will use its last charge to cast identify. Okay. So you can see that basically it is, there are several things. So there's like a wall of force. There is a spell that returns energy that is used on it. And so it, it basically doubles any damage that is done to it and then returns it to the person who dealt it. Ah, uh, yes, the old he who smelt it dealt it spell. <laughs> yeah. Mm, high level. And there is a, a ward, which I think you are familiar with for Mox the Rain in general, but just something that won't let you teleport through it. This, this door is basically impassable without some sort of key. Uh, I, I pass that on to, to, to the group. Um, yeah, perhaps I, I could ask uh, Paulina about about it. Um, I wouldn't want to, to snoop into their private dungeon without uh, any warning up to them. I, I know we were extended an invitation. That's what we were saying. Perhaps we'll invite Terry to uh, take a visit inside with us. Remember, he was having trouble getting past the, the first room. Uh... Just at the mention of Terry and inviting Terry to anything Brie lets out that noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta get Terry over here. Where's, where's, you, you know where Terry's at? No. 
Not really. Last time we met him, he was in a pocket dimension in the Fae. Didn't he? Wasn't he going to go to Pralia? Yeah, he was supposed to bring a letter I forgot to give him. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oops. I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll probably be okay. I'm sure he could convince someone. Well, it seems like he can certainly handle himself with magic, even though he was just kind of boring. And it's, you know, kind of a jerk when we met him, but... Well, listen, which is greater? Your, your curiosity to see what's behind this door or your desire to not have to see Terry? Oh. Uh, door. 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 Easy door. Yeah, my vote's door. door. I got my hand up. Yeah, the door. Yes, it's an easy door for me as well. I, I kind of like it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Wonders and Blunders. Ben was played by Mitchell Bradbury. Bree was played by Kieran Dyke. Kara was played by Kate Clark. Rowan was played by Andy Woolridge. Star was played by Robert. And Valen was played by Evan Walsh. The world of Vadoon was created by your dungeon mom, Mike Vardy, and exists in the D&D 5e universe, published by Wizards of the Coast. Episodes of Wonders and Blunders are edited by TV's Adam Clark. Thank you, Adam. We're an independent podcast supported by you, the listener, but we may take on the occasional ad to help cover our operating costs. If you'd like to support the show directly and monetarily, and get access to ad-free episodes and bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash wonderandblunder. If you'd like to support the show, but can't spare the cash, that's totally fine. Follow us on social media at Wonder and Blunder, and be sure to rate the show five stars on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for following us on this fantastic journey, and as always, keep being the best. We love you very much, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. That's a perfect episode ender. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it right there. I can't yeah. like Terry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for real. It's five o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Terry grows on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah.